Hi, it's me. It's Alexis. I think I unlocked a new level of joy. <laughs> I told my best friend that, I think, last week. I was like, I, I think I leveled up. I think I reached a threshold and just broke right through it. Like, you know in Willy Wonka when at the very end they go into that elevator and they just like blast through the ceiling? I feel like I did that. (laughs) And I'm on a whole new higher vibrational level of joy. And as above, so below, right? Because I was telling my best friend that the reason I feel that way is because, one, I can feel it. Like, this is new. This is like more joy than I've ever experienced. And it's because the duality, right? I experienced a whole new low. <laughs> have you ever felt so sad that you're like, oh my God, I've never been this sad in my life. Or I've never been like this troubled or like struggled or this is like a new low for me. Right? So that was me. And I didn't even think about the adverse effects of it being so low and then it can also be so high because to feel the low and the depth of that low there has to be room for something else too right something else opened up in me to allow space for that to be felt and that space was also created to feel and joy (laughs) and I'm thinking about that today because I woke up really fussy Like, I woke up like a very fussy, fussy girl, and I was like, why, why do I feel this way? I did my meditation, I did my yoga, like, I should be fine, like, I should be good. I was being so hard on myself, and I went to go bike for 30 minutes, and then I still was feeling fussy, so then I went on a walk, um, for 30 minutes, because I was like, why am I feeling this way? And I realized that I was coming at my feelings from a place of judgment instead of from a place of curiosity. I was like, oh, why am I feeling this way? (laughs) Instead of, hmm, why am I feeling this way? Right? And um, I don't think I have to say this, but my therapist used to make me say it like after all of our sessions. (laughs) I am not perfect. Sometimes she would have me scream it. She'd be like, Alexis, say it again. I was like, I'm not perfect. She's like, I can't hear you. I was like, I'm not perfect, okay? Jeez, don't let anybody else know. (laughs) No, but I'm I'm so hard on myself. And um, it could be like a firstborn daughter thing. (laughs) There are a lot of reasons, but I've always felt like I've had to be perfect. And so my therapist was like, you need to unlearn that because you don't and it's true I don't have to be and I caught myself getting frustrated with myself and not remembering all of the practices that I've put in place to not be like that and sometimes you're just still like that anyways and it's it's okay and um excuse me everyone around us is a mirror a grand mirror and I truly believe that And so, my fussiness was, I feel like, leaking all over the place, and I come to my best friend about it, and 
she's just being such a beautiful mirror and such a beautiful reminder because we need people like that in our lives to remind us to come back to return to who we are to lead us back to the goodness and I've done a lot of cultivating of the people in my life and uh, cutting away at dead leaves and focusing on what's blossoming in my my garden of, of community and so my best friend was just giving me a good reminder of no there's joy here no there's goodness no 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 we are the magic and I was like you're right I need that reminder I need my community to remind me again what I already know to be true. So that was really nice. And then to be reminded too of those who are no longer in this community garden anymore of my life that I've pruned away, that they did once serve a purpose in my life, whether it be friendships or relationships, um, platonic and romantic. They served a really beautiful place, and I would have never learned how to tend to a rose if a rose didn't appear in my garden, right? And now I know exactly how to tend to a rose. I may prefer tulips now, but now I know that, right? How can you know without the contrast? Or I realize that sunflowers don't really fit into where my garden is progressing, (laughs) And I'm talking about a very specific friendship that I had to prune. (laughs) But we call these things, and mostly we call people, into our lives who show up to teach us a lot about ourselves. Because I could totally just isolate myself and learn so much about my inner work and my inner peace by myself on a mountaintop, right? Like, okay, but that's not the world that we live in. There are interpersonal relationships everywhere that we go. And through those interpersonal relationships, sometimes our traumas show up. And that's where we have to deal with them in these relationships. When we love someone, I feel like that's when our deepest trauma stuff that we haven't really dealt with come up. And we're like, oh my god, like I have to communicate with this person who I love. But I'm, I'm not used to communicating in this way. And so... I think of them as like little angels or little guides that are pushing us further along in our evolvement. And they have a time and a place and some of them are longer, some of them are shorter. But I mean, time isn't real anyway, so whatever. (laughs) But I really lean into them now because I really realize like everything is temporary. And... I feel into my feelings so, so deeply. And I used to be a little embarrassed about it. Like, um, I would allow others to make me feel some sort of shyness about it. I feel bashful, like, oh, I have all these feelings. And then I would feel silly, right? But I don't, I still feel silly. <laughs> but I don't, I don't care anymore. And I write a lot and I write all of my feelings out because... I don't need to hold them in. And those are the feelings that I'm feeling right at that moment. So they're true for the moment. And they're released. And so I write it out and I write it out and I write it out. And I'm like, I don't judge myself for those feelings. Or I try not to. I try really hard not to. 
So I took another walk through the park and around the block. And I was like, okay, release. Release all of that stuff now. Release it. I listen to my favorite podcast or I listen to like a book or I just breathe or I just listen to sometimes the sounds of the park um, to bring me back to the present moment. Because overthinking is not going to do me any good. <laughs> I have a hard time with that, I think, sometimes. It's, um, well, not a hard time, but it's something that I've been actively working on is being more present. I talk about that a lot, but it's because it it was one of my um, big barriers in my own like emotional involvement. Because I would be really, really stuck in the past. I would be plagued by the past. And I would be nostalgic or I would be anxious about the future. So I've just really worked on being in the present moment. And that counts for being present when you're feeling bad and being present when you're feeling good, right? I don't like those words, good or bad, but you know what I mean. (laughs) So... I don't know where I was going with this at all. (laughs) But um, I had a moment where the universe just showed me that I'm so in alignment and that it's listening. And the way that I can tell when I'm in alignment and when the universe is showing up for me is um, links, little linkages that happen or connections throughout my day that don't have anything to do with each other. So I'll give you the example from today. Um, One of the things that I have to do as part of my training for this new position that I'm in, it's coming up in my three three months that I've been in this new position, is to watch some learning series that have been provided um, as resources. And one of the ones that I have to listen to is about self-care and creating a healthy balance between work life and harmony and your actual life right so it's about self-care and it was talking about how there are somatic responses to stress and somatic is in the body so you're in the body and you have these responses that you may not even be aware of. And that was the first time that I had heard that word somatic. I was like, okay, I love that word. I'm totally going to use that. And then the presenter started talking about fight, flight, and freeze. And how more often than not we think of the fight and flight, but there's also the element of some people freeze (laughs) when trouble arises. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I've never heard the fight, flight, and freeze. I'm like, that's interesting. So that stuck in my mind. So I finished watching the rest of the video, and it was really, really great. And I decided I needed a little break from work, so I went on my walk. And while I was on my walk, I realized that I didn't finish one of the episodes of the Highest Self podcast. I realized that I was still on episode number, I don't even know, but this episode was released on my birthday, 
and I just didn't finish it for whatever reason. So I go back to play it, and Sahara's interviewing one of her friends again, and they're talking about trauma responses. And they're talking, and they're talking, and Sahara goes, oh yeah, like, that's a somatic response. I'm like, I just... I just heard that word for the it's popping up twice in one day. Okay. And her friend goes, Yeah, because you know, sometimes you're in the fight or flight or freeze mode and I'm like ah. Okay. What are the chances that two totally separate like one's in my work life, okay? And another is in like my spiritual, like emotional life. And what are the chances that I'm watching these things or listening to these things on the same exact day within the same span of like an hour and I'm like oh my god the universe is talking to me the universe is showing me like I'm listening there are things going on there are patterns you're on the right path And maybe that seems really, really small to some people, but that's huge to me because there have been other instances where that has happened and there's no such thing as coincidence. There's not. The universe is too grand and too beautiful and too clever, frankly, for there to be coincidences. Like everything is connected. We're all connected, all of it. And that just brought me a lot of comfort and I was like, I'm fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. (laughs) Yeah. Everything is fine. 